Welcome to the show. show. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. This is how I go. This is how I go. And it's about to grow. And it's about to grow. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the show. I gotta let you know. It's a hundred at the door. It's a hundred at the door. No seats on the floor. Hey, welcome to the show. Now you know I got a spaz out. Everybody know this Raylan North style. On the beat, I go wild. Kick back, put my feet up in the cloud. Relax. Okay. Okay. I like that. Has been's podcast, man. We back again. Episode 73. It's your boy Cam Will made it. You know, up again another week. I don't even know if I'm the most beloved, the most hated, but I do know right now I'm the most let down. Oh. Podcaster on the planet, you know what I mean. I think got my boy Mike Red in the building, the best stat man. And well, across all the lands, across all the lands, across all the lands, man, in galaxies, in galaxies. Yeah, I'm not playing with you, man. I got them all. <laughs> so you really are pushing it. You, yeah. Really if, I'm, if I'm gonna be the greatest. You know, I'm you know. When you said that, you know, like Michael Jordan, when you said this is the greatest step in on the planet, all like this. At that point, I took it personally. Okay, you had a, you you didn't even want to. You want to extend this beyond this plan. Yeah, I I, I want to go further. Okay, I like that, man. Has been this podcast brought to you by Wild Card Sports, man. Wild Card Sports, the next upcoming media brand, man, is gonna bring a lot of sports culture, man into a, a nice, beautiful package to bring to you. Sports, culture, one package in your face, Wild Card Sports. You can find us everywhere, Wild Card Sports, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can find us on your favorite. Your That's where you can find Wild Card Sports. And Wild Card TV on YouTube, man, where you can find all our content, man. Right now we got a couple podcasts, Preach Care, Preach the Has-Beens, coming out on, oh, excuse me, Wild Card TV. Um, what else we got, man? Oh, the Has Been's Pod, man. Same place, man. Wild, I mean, Has Been's Pod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, man. You can find us there, man. Also on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Also on Wildcard TV. So make sure you and tap in with us, man. And tap in with us, man. Let's get it. Uh, moment of silence, man, to the social media, man, for sure. So we're going to give you five to ten seconds, man, to go out there, subscribe. Like, share, you know, tap in with us, man, and make sure you know. Show love, man. Huh? Yeah, show us some love, man. So make sure this time you leave, you know, your favorite player from the 1996 NBA draft in the comments, Ooh. man. Make sure you do that for us, man. Let's get it. Has been's podcast, man. It's your boy Cam Will again back in and got Mike Red in the building. We are here. You know, we, I'm going to start right here, Mike, because it's, it's fresh on my mind, man. It premiered last night, NBA TV, ready or not, the 1996 NBA draft class, man. Um, I was really, 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 really excited about this. I shut out all my time last night. Okay. I tapped in. Um, You know. What'd you think of? I, yeah, I, I I just want to get straight into my thoughts, man. The 96 class by far, by far, 
Okay. I repeat to you by far. <laughs> the greatest draft class of all time. And I think the only ones that you can actually even put into the category to being, what's up, Julio? To being um, even close would be probably the 80, what is the 85 draft? Mm -hmm. MJ, Barkley, Elijah Wan. Um, I'm missing somebody in there. <laughs> or the 03 draft with LeBron, right. Wade, Bosh, Melo. Yeah. That's probably the only ones close. Right. You know, but you had on this draft class, you had, I mean, you had Kobe, obviously, Iverson, Ray yeah. Allen, Stephon Marbury, Steve Nash, you know what I mean? Even even Ben Wallace, you know, going undrafted in here. So it was a real, it was some game changers, man, in this draft, man. Yeah. Um, what you Did you watch it? No. No. You're just terrible. What'd you watch last night then? What were you watching last night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central? Uh, it was either Star Wars or it was the uh, New Justice League. I just got back from Drill, man, so I'm relaxing. Man. I, forgot, I, I didn't even know what was on. Really? I didn't know until I saw it on Twitter. Like, hey, did you have fun? Oh, yeah, you're terrible. You're terrible, man. You didn't watch it. You didn't tap in. Yeah, I didn't tap in. So, what year were you born again? 94, man. Makes sense. You don't even, you you, you really hadn't even, you didn't even know where you were. Yeah, at the time. I didn't know nothing. This, this, this didn't hit you like it hit me. I was, I was six. Okay. Big six. Um, I wish you would have watched it. Yeah, man, I didn't watch it, bro. Well, I mean, you know, what was it about? Was it just talking about the draft class? I did hear so it took, AI. Go ahead. Uh, I did hear AI talk about you know Kobe, but other than that, I didn't know what it was about for real. Um. Well, it talked about one kind of like each. It started kind of like with each player, and it talked about kind of how that was the first KG had set the tone in '95. Like mm -hmm. underclassmen really leaving and, and, and joining the draft because KG had went out of high school in '95, <clears throat> and so this draft you saw a lot of. This was one of the drafts that featured a lot of underclassmen, um, and it was like talked about kind of how at that time like the seniors kind of started to see like oh shit, these guys are pushing us further and further back in the draft where these guys were going. You know, these seniors, you know, four-year seniors are going in the lottery, and now these guys, a lot of these guys, you know, they were late first, you know, second-round picks. And even at that time, you know, second-round picks didn't have a guaranteed contract. You know, you had to kind of make the team. So they talked about that, and they kind of just kind of went in order and just kind of each player, you know, starting with the and just sure. kind of talked about them going through the draft. And then kind of it was two parts, and then the second part was a little more like kind of how things kind of panned out for kind of most of them. Mm. They talked a lot about kind of how much Jerry West loved Kobe and how, you know, some of the big stories in it, uh, why Allen Iverson wasn't on that big, you know, that slam photo, that, that yeah, famous yeah. slam photo, why Iverson wasn't on there. Um, mm. He just said he forgot. Or no, he don't even know why. He just said he can't even remember why. He just, yeah. 
he was just doing so much. Um, realizing that what else happened in this one? Yeah, kind of. It, it was just like a, a documentary, kind of reliving, kind of going and showing some of the moments and 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 kind of behind the scenes on kind of the '96 draft. So a little more in depth, you know, just on the right. draft class, the process, the you know, you know how Ray Allen. You know, you hear about Ray Allen getting drafted by I want to say the Timberwolves and not having any idea that they was going to draft him, and then they trading him, swapping him for Marbury and stuff like that. And him kind of just talking about how angry he was. Ben Wallace going undrafted, he talked about how angry he was. You know, and just kind of seeing how it all played out, it was kind of dope to watch, you know. Okay, then. That's what's up. And so did they have a top 10? Did they rank them? No. Nah. They know? No. Nah. Okay, okay. I, I, I got my top 10, though. What's your top 10? 10? I had to rank. Because after you look at it, it was like, damn, that draft class was deep. Right. I had to give my top 10 in that draft class. So first, first and foremost, I got number one Kobe. I think if anybody has anybody other than Kobe, number one, your list is trash. Ninety six right. draft class, number one Kobe. I think number two, signed, sealed, and delivered. And it may be depending on who you talk to, a little variance here. But I got Ivers. I don't see why it would be up for debate, but with Steve Nash having two MVPs. You know, I can see somebody kind of taking some precedence right, right. over that. Um, yeah. Number three, I got Steve Nash. Like I said, two MVPs. Too easy, man. You know, well, not too easy. I was, as, you know, I think Kobe deserved one of those MVPs. Um, <laughs> but Steve Nash, I mean, his resume speaks for itself. Two-time All-Star, I think. Of everybody left, he was the most decorated, most mm-hmm. accomplished. So, you know, Steve Nash, number three. Ray Allen, number four. <clears throat> right now, he's the all-time leader in three points. Uh, three pointers made, right? Yeah. Um, he passed Reggie, but obviously Steph on his ass, so that won't be long before Steph come take that from him. Um, but I got Ray Allen four, Ben Wallace five, four-time Defensive Player of the Year, man. I think oh four, no oh three oh four, oh. 607 or 0203. He got him like back to back two separate times. It was like a year in between, back to back, year in between, back to back. Four times, two, you know, undrafted too. He was the one undrafted guy that made my top, my top 10. Undrafted, number five, Ben Wallace. Number six, I got Stefan Marbury, man. Mm-hmm. He dropped a little bit on my list mm-hmm. because he, you know, he put a lot of work in in China. You know, I think I think his legend in China is bigger than his legend in the NBA at this point. Oh man! Um, so unfortunately, I don't watch the CBA, the Chinese Basketball Association. Right, right. So, you know what I mean? Can't and, count that. Yeah, he didn't get it done with my boy KG. Man, it just kind of bothered me that he didn't right. get it done with KG. But Stephon Marbury was off the hook. He could he could hoop. He could get it in. Number seven, I'm going Marcus Canby, man. Long career, very solid, um, very solid for a very long period of time. Yeah. Uh, he got a defensive player of the year as well, Marcus Camby. He makes the list. And number eight, you know what I mean? Too easy. Antoine Walker. I want to say his nickname was Employee, number eight. Let me 
Let me make sure. I mean, you're somewhere right to this Ben Waters, man. 02, 03, 05, 06, man. 02, 03, 05, 06 is I was I was I was close. I was close. I was close. But at number eight, I got employee number eight, man. Did you know that was his nickname though, Mike? What's his name? Antoine Walker was employee number eight, man. Wow. So at number eight, I got employee number eight, Antoine Walker, man. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Antoine Walker got about three all star games. He won a championship with Miami. Uh Career average, I think, it, close to eighteen, something like that. He was he was a load, man. He was a he was a load to deal with. I think he played on a lot of bad Celtics teams, so I think, you know, yeah. how good he was yeah. kind of was lost because they yeah, were Paul Pierce wasn't winning. He was just a hooper, man. He was a get. He good. played for the Hawks, I think, too. Who? In time Walker. One year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He was one year wasted. He was probably probably was the worst year of his career. I'm certain. Actually, I'm looking at it. He actually it was it was one of his career years in Atlanta. Never mind. I was wrong. Yeah, there you go. Number nine, Jermaine O'Neal. I was I didn't know where to put him, man. I feel like Jermaine O'Neal like came on, got great, you know, and then kind of between the malice and the palace and injuries, it's kind of like a a quick up, got that little high, and then it was like a steep decline from there. Yeah. Uh, because if we right. go look at it, let's let's take a deep dive in Jermaine O'Neal. He was he was the one where I think you know people might debate this, not debate, but dispute this. But I think for those maybe one, two, three, four, five, six years that he was really really good. I think he was really, really good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 20 and 10. Yeah, 20 and 10 out there in Indiana. I think that Malice in the Palace, and I think that may have happened. When did that happen? The Malice might have happened in what, 07? What do you ask that, man? Hold me down. 04, man. Was it? 04. Why do I feel like it was 07? That's terrible. Okay, so it was an 04. So maybe it wasn't a malice. Maybe it wasn't a malice. Because he missed, yeah, he missed them, them games in 04. Yeah. No, it was injuries. 100% injuries. Because from there, after the malice, is 51 games played, 69, 42, 68, 41, you know. And it's all downhill from there. So injuries took my guy. Out of there. Yeah. And I didn't realize, actually, that he got drafted by Portland. Did absolutely nothing in Portland. And then, you know, got traded. Or I think I'm almost going to assume he got traded to Indiana. And then from there, it was up. Made six all-star up. games in Indiana. You know, I feel like that that's enough to get him on the top ten list, man. Six All Stars, man. Yeah, too easy. Now this is Tinder '08. I mean '07. Yeah, man. He was All Star '01, man. He's just easy. It was too easy for him at at a certain period of time. Injuries took my guy career. Now this right here, 
Here is where I, number 10, man, it's a tough spot because at this point, you got to make a decision. You got to leave some people off. You got to piss some people off, Mike. Okay. Here's my three that I'm at, and I'm going to make a decision. I think I already got my decision. I'm gonna, here's where I got to. It was between Derek Fisher, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, and Peja Stoyakovic. I went with Peja Stoyakovic. Smart. That's smart. I wanted to go with Derek Fisher. He won five championships with the Lakers. I wanted to go with Abdul Rahim. He was really, really good for a long time playing on bad franchises. Mm-hmm. I think the, uh, you know, the Hawks, I think, might have been one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that correct? Sharif <laughs> uh, uh, Abdul Rahim really was nice, and he wasted a lot of his years in Vancouver and Atlanta. He wasted his prime in Vancouver and Atlanta. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he didn't get no dubs out of that, man. He, and because this guy was a 20-point-per-game score, and because... Yeah, that's 21. Yeah, because he played in such bad locations, he might not have got the credit he deserved. If he played in better locations, he probably would have been a lock for my top 10, but he's not. He didn't get enough dubs, Mike. It's all about winning at the end of the day. I mean, when you when you start talking top top tens and top list, you know yeah. you got you got to get some dubs. You got to have some hardware, some type of some type of accolades. You got to have, man. And Sharif yeah. Abdur Rahim just does not have enough. Mm-hmm. So that's my so top ten, sure. man. No, patient. Okay, okay. So we got again Kobe Iverson. Steve Nash, Ray Allen, Ben Wallace, Stephon Marbury, Marcus Camby, Antoine Walker, Jermaine O'Neal, and Peja Storyakovich. And honorable mention, man, Derek Fisher, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, Zadrunas uh, Ilgoskis, and Kerry Kittles, man. I think are my honorable mentions, man. You know so what I mean? Says- you said part, this part one. Isn't it part one and part two already? Like they already Back did to it? back, man. Back to, oh, back, to back to back to back to back to back to back to back. They weren't playing about it, man. They were not yeah. playing. They got it out. They got it to us. They didn't give us part one on Monday. and I mean, Sunday didn't give us part two next Sunday. Now, nah, let me give it to you right here. Two-hour doses. Let's get it. I like that. Shout out to Mario. He's the Chinese goat, man. <laughs> say what you want to say about his NBA career. When he paid away. Yeah, but he, he, he's gone to China. Made a name for itself. Become a legend. Made his own shoes? Yeah. 1999 shoes. Don't forget the Starberries. Stephon Marbury is a legend in general. Shout out to Steph, man. Shout out to you, Marbury. Um, Marcus Mann. He, um, I got to look more into this story. I haven't had time to look into it. But Marcus Mann apparently... Gave up his career 
for the Lord, man. I can't be mad at him. But he got drafted. And um let me make sure I I get you get you the right information. Huh? Let me make sure I get you this proper information, man. What's bro name? I just told you. Oh, man. Marcus Mann. Marcus Mann. He went 40th overall to Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. Second Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro said that uh, first game of the season, he went back home to Mississippi. Said the Lord told him after he got drafted that basketball just wasn't it and that he needed to come and preach and spread the gospel. That's big. He That was... At that time, he sacrificed two hundred and twenty-two thousand just for the higher calling. That was his contract. Rookie season, he went to be a Baptist minister, man. So he lost the love for the game, and his love for God increased. I can't be mad at anybody for that. I can't really talk a lot of shit about anybody who does that. But I just find it hard to believe. I don't know, man. I found out when you waited all this time. He said, Went through training said, camp. Was, I mean, this don't make sense. You went to the day before the first NBA season, and you want to you wanna just go be a preacher? Yeah, man. Day you before the season opener, man. He's just like, yeah, man, I'm out. I'm going. Where uh, you going? I'm just going to be a minister, man. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, praise the Lord. I'm going. What church? I, wasn't, I wonder what the name is, church. I don't know. That was a that was an interesting story. Um another interesting story is how they kept talking about uh what's his name? John Wallace from Syracuse and how far how he was like the national player of the year and how he dropped so the the eighteen to the Knicks. And it's like I see why dude was sorry as hell. Dude averaged six points in seven seasons, man. Yeah, he six ain't, points, he ain't six no points. real game. Not six points, I'm lying. Seven, 7.6. Yeah, man. He was, yeah, he just, I don't even understand why they spent so much time talking about John Waller. They could have talked about Zadrunas Ilgoskis. They could have gave me more pages of story, Yaga Fitch time. Hell, they could have probably spent more time talking about Eric Dampier. Man, they want to. They just wanted to get some bread out of my boy John Wallace. Man, he probably needed something. Yeah, John Wallace probably one of the few people was like, yeah, I'll. That wasn't like the best players. That was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll get on. I'll I'll do this. I'll do this interview. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely do it. No problem. Too easy. Uh, what's my last takeaway from this? Ben Wallace. I'm more of a fan of Ben Wallace now. Well, what did they talk about? Like, what did they talk about? They go. I think at first Ben Wallace had an opportunity to sign with a team, um, and they wanted him because you know Ben Wallace is like six six, right? Yeah. So the other team wanted him like to play on the perimeter. Ben Wallace wanted to play and be a big man, so he went undrafted, and then he went and played. 
He from Alabama too, man. Where's Whitehall, Alabama, Mike? Do you know what that oh, is? No. I know. I, well, I knew that, but I forgot that he, he went. He from uh, Alabama. Whitehall, Alabama. Yeah. But then he went and like he played. Uh, he went to Italy and played after going undrafted. <clears throat> and then he went over there and he said he played like a month. And then the Wizards called him. Um, and he played, and he didn't really play much. Um, and I think a lot of people don't realize that, that, like, Ben Wallace played for the Wizards, the Magics, and then he got to the Pistons before he kind of got right. You feel me? Yeah. A lot of people just think Ben Wallace just came into the league, played for the Pistons, and that was it. But, no, nah, he, rolled, he, rolled he rolled a good little bench. Well, he started um, with the Magic. But he rolled the bench pretty much with the Wizards, and then he came and, and pretty much dominated with the with the Pistons on the defensive end. Ben Ben Wallace, man, NBA champ, four time Defensive Player of the Year, four time All Star, three time All NBA second team, two time All NBA third team, five time All Defense, led the league in rebounders twice. You know what I mean? Led the league in blocks once. Come on, man. Come on, man. Ben Wallace. Very, very decorated. Yeah, man. One of the best career uh one of the best five point seven points per game scorers of all time. Um but yeah, that was that. And then I turned on basketball, Mike. Okay, what you see? Well, I watched a lot of basketball over the weekend. I watched Andre Drummond absolutely dominate the lake. Uh the the Nets. Um, I watched Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum absolutely get in their bags multiple times. Mm. And I kind of want to change the, the, the topic on you. Okay, talk to me. Watching them two guys thinking, I'm thinking to myself, man, if you had to give me a group of players, man, to start me a team with, man, some young guys, man, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, it's not me, pairs of combinations, maybe Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. But man, that's a hell of a one two punch, man, to have as a as a as an organization, man, moving forward. I really wish Danny Ainge would get it right. Um, I think that Danny Ainge is thinks he is what Pat Riley is. I think Pat Riley does the things that Danny Ainge is supposed to do. And because of that, I think that, that we're not seeing those guys and giving those guys the full respect they deserve, especially Jalen Brown, because I think the team is not as doing as well as they should be doing this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you you look at, 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 the, at the Eastern and Western Conference standings, um, what do you see? What do you see? Or is it still just Nets versus Lakers? Do you? Uh, I want to see what these six is going to talk. What we're going to really do, man. Because with Drummond, with Drummond doing what he did to the Nets, I'm, it's going to be tough for him to have to deal with Giannis down there. And then the next series or next round, they're going to have to face uh, Embiid down there, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, the Nets are uh, 
a clear-cut win when it comes to uh, the uh, playoffs. Man. You reading my notes? Like, no, nah, man. You not reading my notes? I promise you. I actually looked at this tweet, and they was, I looked at this tweet, and I sent it to my boy JP, and they was like, how are you going to – you gonna tell me they going through MB and and uh and uh Giannis like that? And Drummond did that to them? And then what you put in the group, he was like, Lamarcus Aubrey said he gotta look and go back and look at some film. He said he played all about like, uh, he just got a big boy, man. So uh, Yeah, I'm like, what kind of film you think? <laughs> he must be looking at some form on some workouts. If that's the that's the only film he need to be looking at, is some workouts, some 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 strength training. <laughs> but like you said, I look at this, and right now the Sixers and the Nets are on a collision course to play in the second round. I mean, uh, the conference finals. They one and two. Um, looks like the Bucks and the Nets. Like you say, after the Nets, um, depending and 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 that's the thing that I say here. Depending on how all this shake out, right now, you know, we got the play-in game. So it's, you know, uh, seven, eight. What is it? Celtics, Knicks, and uh, Pacers. And Bulls. Oh, look, it's through 10, right? Or is it through 12? It's eight to... It's seven through 10, right? It's seven to 10, yeah. So Bulls, Pacers, Knicks, and Celtics. Right. So I'm sure the way it'll shake up if it ended today, I think it'll be Celtics seven, Knicks eight, just like it stands. Because I think they'll beat the Bulls and the, and the Pacers. Because the Bulls don't look too well since the since the uh, Vucevic trade, anyway. I mean, but we'll get at some time to kind of catch form. But I think mm-hmm. looking at how it is, unless the Hornets drop out, which could be could happen, and they could fall out completely with Lamelo going down. Um, yeah. But man, I wouldn't want to see the Celtics in the first round. And even if you do, you get rid of the Celtics, then it's like Celtics, Bucks, Sixers is the route for the Nick for the Nets. Um, or let's look at you know potentially the Heat. Then is you yeah. know what you know is it? I, I feel like this is going to be a. It's not a cakewalk. Um, I think. They're turning the Nets into last year's Clippers. No matter how many former All-Stars they got, I think their glaring hole is in the interior. And I think the best teams in their conference have answers for that with the with the Sixers, Bucks, and even the Heat. Yeah, well, damn. So I'm not sure, man. I say this every week, man. I'm still watching things unfold. I, I like I think Nets talents wise is is still got the the number one team, and then I think the Sixers right behind that. And I think the Heat and Bucks probably tied for a close third in that situation. And I think in the West, I mean, I want to be a fan of this. Say you know the Lakers repeat, but I look at the Suns, very good ball club. I look at the Clippers, very good ball club, and mm-hmm. I look at the Nuggets. Very, very, very good ball club. The Trailblazers, yeah. you know, they the Trailblazers. I don't think they got enough yet. I keep saying yet. They just don't got enough. I'm not sold on the Jazz. I'm st- I'm not sold on the Suns. I don't, you know, I think DeAndre Aiden is a little too young still. So I think it's between the Clippers, Nuggets, and the Lakers, and I just think the Lakers got the, the most bang for your buck there. What do you think about West, yeah. bro? Yeah, I think the Lakers got the most bang for their buck. Um, 
I'm going Lakers, man. As it stands right now, the Nuggets will be facing the Nuggets. Going Who? To the first the Nuggets game. face the Nuggets. The Lakers will face the Nuggets. That's the 4 and oh, 5 4 or 5 yeah. yeah. We get so, them out the way early. I feel good about the rest yeah, of the players. Yeah, we get them out the way early. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a, I think the Jazz could possibly get to the Western Conference Finals. I feel like they could beat any team. Because uh, they're the first seed, so they're going to either have to deal with the Grizzlies or, or maybe the Spurs. Or, <laughs> yeah, man. I think they could be in the Western Conference Finals. Golden State's still there. sitting down there. Looking, you know, they still, even though Draymond said he don't have any any motivation for playing games, they down there. They are. They have 10. So they in the mix. They in the mix. The Pelicans so in the quick. mix. Yeah. I don't think anybody really, cares about the Spurs. No, they don't care. Grizzlies get healthy. You know, they in the mix. They, they in the mix, man. They playing right now. Is... Mm-hmm. And they still yeah. waiting on Jaron Jackson Jr. to come back. Mm-hmm. The Grizz at eight right now, so. Yeah, man. I think it's some good, it's some good basketball to be played later on yeah, down the road. Got a, lot, got a lot going on, man. I can't wait to see how it's going to unfold. Man. Yeah, man. Let's get into the what the fuck segment, man. Let's get into it. Uh, I'm starting this off, man. Oh, you got some. All you exotic dancers out there. Oh. Y'all need to be careful. Oh yeah, you have uh, celebrities. I'm going to say it. This man Usher went to the the strip club. He was throwing money, balling. But after he leaves, it comes to the hole that it's fake bills. What they are literally <laughs> fake bills. It's literally it's a hundred dollar bill. But it got Usher on the face of it. He's throwing 20s and 100s. Bruh, he was throwing bills with his face on it? With his face on it. They're not redeemable for no type of voucher or anything? I guess this money's good. He got his own currency. I don't know what's going on. People. I don't know how much that. Where can you spend it? I don't know. Spend that shit at his virtual store. His online store. Us right. <laughs> Somebody got yeah, man. It's going crazy on Twitter right now, so. Oh man, send me I need that link, man. Us right here throwing the fake bills. What the fuck, man? Come on, man. What's he doing? What the fuck, man? What are you doing? Stop it. Usher. You you now you know better. You, Bro, you know better, man. You got too much money. To be throwing the fake bills out. There's no place for that, Usher. Tighten up. Get right. We don't need that in the world. What the fuck, man? It was a it was a hundred K worth of Usher Bucks. <laughs> Usher Bucks. Usher, I'm about to go to the grocery store and pay a motherfucking can wheel bucks. Uh, y'all take an Usher Bucks? Y'all take them, y'all, y'all, y'all take an Usher Bucks today? Motherfucker mad as hell. We were probably fighting over all them bills. Fucking lights right. came on. They got a, a 10 racks of Usher Bucks. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, what man. a buzz kill. Yeah, he got to do better. Do better, man. Yeah. Speaking of do better, man, Hubert Davis, do better. Hubert Davis, do better, man. Did you Say hear? This. Did you hear what Hubert Davis said? 
No, what did he, what did he say? He. Let me just read it. I don't want to see. I don't want to. This is the one thing I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get this wrong. I do not want. Whoa. I mean, hey, he a wild man. Whoa. Look, as I. So pretty much Hubert Davis, long story short, why I'm pulling up the, the actual quote. Hubert Davis pretty much, you know, has been, not pretty much, has been named the new head coach of the United, not United, the uh, University of North Carolina Tar Heels. He's taking the place of Roy Williams, man. And he had an introductory press conference where he, spoke about being proud to be black and immediately followed it up by saying he's also proud to have a white wife. Do you hear me, Mike? Yeah, man, you might even press a button on that one. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I think I got it right here, Mike. I think I got it, Mike. Because, hold on. And let me put insight here. Hubert Davis, I mean, I don't know why this is like a surprise or anybody's shocked by this, but is the first black coach in the University of North Carolina history. So this is also supposed to be a monumental moment for himself and his blackness. Listen to him. You hear your boy, Mike? Your boy is a wild man, man. I'm looking, I'm looking at it on YouTube. And people going crazy, man. It wasn't even necessary, bro. It's not like yeah. I'm saying don't have pride in your wife, don't have pride in your children, don't have pride that your wife and you guys have a beautiful biracial relationship. I have nothing wrong. I mean, I have no problems with biracial relationships. Or right. do you, my boy? Yeah, man. When you got a moment to be black, stand there, be proud to be black. Don't sprinkle no whiteness on that shit. Hubert, what the fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Come on, Hubert, tighten up. It's okay to be happy to be black. You should have dropped like that. Yeah, you should have dropped one of your favorite lyrics. Yeah, they didn't even ask you, like, how's your wife doing? Nothing. Like, yeah, I have a wife and she's white. Don't forget that. Like, for all you people that's looking at me now and ready to write me off, I'm a black coach. I have a white wife. Trust me. You can can have some type of... I feel like that's what he was saying. Like, 
I like that. I'm black, but I ain't blackity black. My boy P said, so my boy Jerry Stackhouse just wasn't black enough for y'all, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about Jerry Stackhouse, too. I told my dad that, too. I was like... I thought about Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, my dad that, said Rasheed that Wallace. Was, oh, that was too much. I knew that. I knew they wasn't bringing Rasheed to the sideline. Yeah, Air yeah, Forces, unironed clothes, not happening. Yeah, nah. They didn't need that. Hubert Davis. What the fuck, man? You better. Come on with it, bro. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? What the fuck, man? Part two, man. Brandon Marshall, bro. <laughs> Dude, I told you he get on my fucking nerves, didn't I? I've been telling you that Brandon Marshall Gets on my fucking nerves. Brandon Marshall is the type of person that people will say, like, that you talk yourself out of free lunch. That's Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall is always over-talking. Last week, you know, last Monday I was watching, what's it, I Am Athlete? Brandon mm-hmm. Marshall, Ocho, Fred Taylor, Channing Crowder, you know. And they were speaking about NBA contracts. Right. Well, they were was, was speaking about um, the shift in the league, how, you know, the NBA is more driven by the players, and they were talking about how, you know, and NFL players, they're trying, they're trying to do that now. You know, why is it so hard? And so that's when they started talking about the con- – started talking about the, the size of the teams, and then they started talking about the contracts because NBA players get – more NBA players get guaranteed money other than – unlike the NFL players. Right. Brandon yeah, Marshall it. goofball ass responds with, "No, only like the top players on a team, top four to be exact, on a team have guaranteed contracts. The rest of them can be cut, and nobody can do anything about it." And I'm like, "No, bro. Everybody very like I'm too. watching Danny Green hit a three and remembering like that we had paid him thirty million dollars, and last year when he was thinking it up, having to realize that." There was nothing you can do besides trade this guy to not have to pay him. Yeah. Um. So what, what what's funny to me is Brandon Marshall has this real. He has a knack to doing this. He does it on television too, where he thinks because he speaks with the utmost confidence that he's right. Did you watch today, Mike? I watched a good bit of it. I didn't finish it yet. It was very funny, though. Uh, well, I'm sure you saw the beginning where he still wouldn't admit that he was completely wrong. It's like, it's, ah, it's, like, man, it's black and white for me, man. Yeah, it's black and white for me. Um, well, you know, they like, well, 95% of the players got guaranteed contracts. You're like, well, shit, I'm still right because that other 5%, you know. Like, All right, Brandon. All right. Brandon okay. Marshall leads me to believe, and, and I don't like to do this because I also saw the part where, you know, and I 100% respect that, too, where he said, he behaved the way he behaved um, because he was triggered by them making fun of his mental health. And I know mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall is one of the few athletes in the NFL, and he was one of the few early athletes that kind of took the mental health, uh, you know, 
taking that public and he and he and he working on his mental health in the public eye and owning that. So I respect him for that and can understand. Well, yeah, somebody make fun of your mental health to make you go psycho, and the point might not have been that big a deal to him, but he was so turned off, turned up about you know what they had said to him to trigger him that had him acting that way. But I say this to say that, man, some of these athletes, especially these football players, I'd be concerned that these folks got CTE. Yeah, man, that could have been live CTE just Yeah, man, that was a scary moment. I'm like, man, all these football players in the room, those arguments can get really violent really, really, really quick. Yeah. Uh, What the fuck, Brandon Marshall? Just real simple. Just tighten up, bro. You ain't got to be the – you got to do all that beating chest and all yeah, that shit chill you know if you think you're right you know go get your facts proper you know present your facts Fact check. and if you know there are no facts there just let time tell man time always will tell most times when people say things you know time will, time will let you know who was right if yeah. there's something to be right about most times there's nothing to be right about uh Last what the fuck, Mike, before we get into this wild card segment, man. Okay. Talk to me. Virginia, man, what's up, bro? Yeah. What's up, bro? Uh, this one pissed me, dog. This one pissed me, bro. Because I don't think a lot of people know. Uh, well, a lot of people do know. I don't know if a lot of our listeners, our viewers know I'm part of the United States military. On my way out, thank God, looking at this shit, it definitely signed, sealed, and delivered. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but I watched police officers. What's the word, bro? Use excessive force. I don't even like to use that word. Yeah. Harass. A uniformed military officer. You made fun of it. Yeah, yeah. It was levels to that shit that pissed me off. Did you hear the, what are you, a private specialist type thing? Did you hear that? Right. Disrespectful. I thought very. I thought it was built into it. And, and Mike, you know, you in the military as well. So you know that sometimes we get in our cars, we have our uniforms on, and we take our blouses off, right? Yeah. And maybe, you know, in them cases, somebody pull up on you. Have you been pulled over by the police in uniform? No. I have, multiple times. Multiple times. Um, Sometimes it's hard for people to notice you in uniform when you just got a little brown doodle brown T-shirt on sitting in your car. But this guy here in particular had his full military uniform on, man. You know why this upsets me, man? Why? It's because people... Every well, let me 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 take a step back because I'm getting it. I'm getting I'm getting into my bag too early. Okay, we tell people what happened. One of the police officers accused of using excessive force in Virginia traffic stop has been fired following an investigation. Um, Windsor police officers pointed guns at pepper sprayed and pushed a black U.S. Army officer to the ground during a traffic stop last December. Why the fuck are we just hearing about this now? I don't know. But um, the police officer believed that the officer was missing a license plate on his new SUV, which had the license plates displayed in the back window 
which is common sometimes, especially um, for, you know, I think they put them back there because you don't want it to be in the elements. You don't want it to get wet and be destroyed on the license plate. So you put it in the back window. The police officer didn't see it. He had it on his back window. They pulled him over, saw it in the back window, and still went on to harass uh, Second Lieutenant Karan Nazario, bruh. Um, you know, they, they come to the car. They clearly see he's in uniform. He's asking questions. They just talking hella shit to him. Uh, pepper spray him and everything. And this whole time, he's just remaining calm. Sure. They get him out of the car. They, you know, push him down, you know, rough him up. Blah, 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 blah. The same story, the same scheme. But I have a big issue here, man. Two reasons. People always tell you, do what the police say. You know, don't, you know, do what the police say. And then also, you know, don't do things that, you know, would make people look at you funny. If I can't get pulled over in a U.S. Army uniform and not be profiled, what can you do? What can you wear? Where can you go and not be profiled as a black person in America? Mike, can you answer that for me? No. That was, that's demoralizing, G. Like, that shit have, like, I'm like, yo. If you don't, if you, if you can't see someone who fights for this country's freedom and, and not see them as a threat on American soil, what else can we do? You feel me? And then secondly, it's like, you know, no matter what job you hold, no matter what, how hard you work, bro, it's just crazy to watch how people would still treat you. Some guy, when they say defund the military, I mean, God damn it, I'm almost with them. Defund the entire organization and rebuild it. Hold them to military-like standards. Because guess what, Mike? Just because you're not in the, the Air Force, if you walk up on an Air Force officer, you don't get the right to disrespect them, right? Correct. Yeah, man. Got to be some type of some type of accountability in in this, man. I'm. Yeah. I don't like the situation, man. What the fuck going on with these police officers? We get it. Yeah. We 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 understand what's going on. I, I don't want to keep asking the questions. I just go. I'm gonna bring attention to it. I think we know what the issue is, but don't feed me this bullshit about comply. You know, don't do this. Don't wear your do rag. Don't twerk. Don't be loud in public. It don't matter what you do. They're going to beat your ass, man. So to all my black people, male, female, young, old, be safe, stay diligent, uh, be courageous, and be yourself, man, because it don't even fucking matter what you do. They're going to have a problem with it. They're going to be, they're going to be intimidated by it, you know. So be you, be unapologetic about being you, and, and, and stay frosty, people. They got you. Yeah, man. Let's get on to the wild card segment, man. I don't want to sit on that. I don't even like to think about that because it got me pissed off a little bit. Okay. Wild card segment, Mike. Topics this week. Kyrie, man, he got ejected. Was that Saturday? Yes. You know, got into it. My boy DS17, Dennis Schroeder, man. Dennis Schroeder, man, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say the word. I don't normally say it on the show, but I'm going to say it. Dennis Schroeder called him a nigga. He used the word nigga in reference. To Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving didn't like it. And I'm fine with that. Prentice, uh, my best friend, Prentice Bell, man. 
He does not like it. And I use the word a lot. Prentice don't like me to use the word, don't like me to refer to him as it, and, and I respect that. So I don't don't get me wrong when I don't when I say that I understand what Kyrie is saying when he say he don't want to be called something. Don't want to be referred to as something. And you know, I'm fine with the people who are those people who think the word is nasty and they don't want to be called it. But Kyrie tighten up, man. Tighten up, dog. Playing basketball. Yeah, bro. You 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 can't be the guy on the floor trying to tell everybody they can't use certain words if you don't like them, bro. No. No. As black people, we've earned the right to use the word in whichever way we want to fucking use it. And if you don't want to be called it, you have the right not to be called it. But to do all the extra shenanigans, Kyrie, I think you were just getting your ass tore up and you was in your feelings. What's, yeah. um, What's up? We're playing basketball, man. Yeah. We're, I'm trying to get – we compete. I'm trying to get in your head, man. It's this new NBA, man. That's what it is. Because uh, back in the day, I'm sure they were saying some crazy stuff, man. I'm sure Kyrie has is, is, is called somebody a nigga on the floor, man. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm Those Brooklyn Nets are just too – they too heady for me over there. They got a lot of emotional yeah. – a, a lot of emotional you – know, KD issues. in his situation, Kyrie, it's – it's a lot going on, man. James. It's a lot going on. Rest in peace, DMX. Ow, ow. <laughs> That's a little puppy. Nah, you you nah, gave nah, me a little puppy bark. Okay. So I'll try. Uh, unfortunate, man. I hate to see the drugs took out DMX like he did. Seemed like just yesterday we just saw him on the verses living his best life. Um mm-hmm. You know, it's tough, man. Yeah, uh, that's tough. I'm not, not a big, I'm not a big DMX fan. I just wasn't part of that era, but I'm everybody that's heard of DMX is, you know, it's a lot of his popular songs. Uh, I know I turned up the DMX, but it's tough. It's tough to see him like that, man. How you got to deal with, you know, his childhood and his parents abusing him and stuff. Music was an outlet for him, so it really. Uh, Goes that you know mental health. I was yeah, I was hoping he was gonna bounce back like Lamar Odom too, because remember Lamar yeah. Odom was at that point. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, maybe he didn't lose as much brain function as um DMX did, right, but it was right. very slim mm-hmm. chances for him. And I was hoping he, that something like down. that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, DMX man, a legend man, one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. Um. WNBA man drops got new jerseys for their 25th season man. New jerseys fire man. Fire. I'm going to grab me a WNBA jersey this year. It's going down. I don't know which. I don't know what jersey I want yet. But I actually think the NBA need to get with the sponsors on the front of the jerseys. I'm kind of cool. I actually like those. But they do got a. I mean, NBA do got a sponsor, but it's not as big. Oh. Yeah, they got them on the on the like shoulder, and not all the shoulder. WNBA got all the sponsors on them like big. Mm-hmm. The Vegas jerseys. I don't know which jersey. Which one you like the best? Uh, either the the quality. Oh, which one was that one? Huh? I'm trying to see which one that was. I, I kind of like the India Fever. I like the Dallas Wings, man. Okay. <laughs> they got the Dallas Wings. 
And that India the, Fever cover, man. Off Stranger Things. Which one? The real one. Blue. On the front it says India Fever. See, I don't see that one. I'm looking for it. Oh, 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 I do. You to my oh, that's a Stranger Things play? Yeah. Ah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I like this Washington yeah. Mystics, um, the one that says <clears throat> rise on it. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite. That Connecticut tough, the orange. Yeah. But I need, I need, I need, I need that Dallas Wings, man. With the with the fighter with the fighter emblem on it off the hook, and it's the it's the forest green. I think the Dallas Wings got the best jerseys, at least one jersey. I don't really too much. The other jersey kind of plain. Atlanta jerseys are plain. Yeah, LA LA kind of kind of cool. The spark the purple the purple one. Yeah, yeah, that one kind of cool. Give me the Dallas Wings, man. I need a Dallas Wings jersey, and now I got to look for a player on the Dallas Wings to be my favorite player. Let's get it. Um, What's the last thing I got? Oh, Eddie George, coach of Tennessee State, man. Another hire, man. I think HBCU's going up, man. Yeah. I think uh, it's a real opportunity for HBCUs to go up. They're doing their thing, man, man. Alabama State, they, they're doing their thing, man. Uh, Deion Sanders, they – I think they on a, they lost to A and M the other week, man. So they got to turn around, man. Yeah, they they lost two in a row, didn't they? They lost to Alabama State. Mm-hmm. Okay, three in a row. Three in a row. Dion taking them L's out there, man. But it's good. That, it's good though. Yeah, it's good that the 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 the, the, the cameras turning there. So Eddie George going to Tennessee State. You know that's a big that's a big deal, man. Um, Ohio State alum, man, a, a Tennessee former Tennessee Titan. That's good to see a Tennessee legend go out there and and, and bring more notoriety to, to HBCUs. So keep an eye on HBCU sports. You know, you think about you got Mo Williams at Alabama State coaching basketball. Keep your eye on – and you you starting to see Alabama State actually getting some straight little recruits out there too. Keep mm-hmm. your eye on these HBCU sports. Continue to go after these big names. Get some, 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 some. Let's, 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 let's pump some energy into these HBCUs, man. So that one day we not saying roll tide, we saying, you know, you know, that'll be the, that'll be like the national sign for like everything instead of roll tide. Like you know, you know, we coming up HBCUs on the rise, man. Anything you got for me this week, Mike? I know we went, man, we went quick. Uh, about time, man. I've been waiting for a while. I've been looking at all these reels on Instagram. Uh, the Slime Language 2 is dropping this Friday. Gun and, and Thug Thug? And the whole, the whole, the whole. The whole, the whole setup? The, YS, the whole YSL group, man. Oh, they coming with the heat. They coming with the heat this, this Friday, man. I've been excited. I don't know if you've seen this that song with uh, Thug and Gonna call uh uh call ski man the one they've been going back and forth on IG with yeah man I'm ready man we coming with it I like that hat too by the way Mike nice hat mm-hmm. nice Check drip it, man trying. I like your drip you know I'm trying, I'm trying to do my thing Dirk hurt again dang what happened to him man 
So I so I got him his shots. Uh, he got his last set of shots on Friday, and on Saturday or might have been, yeah, one of these days, I took him for a walk. I think I took him a little longer than he should probably should have went on a walk, and he's extremely sore. Okay, he's, he's good. Just, he's just, he he got the foot kicked up. He's like, man, I can't move. Man. Yeah, I can't. You work me too hard. Lesson learned. Yeah. Can't work my boy like I worked him, man. I walked him, took him to the belt line. I guess the walk was a little longer than I expected. Right. He's like, oh, 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 man. I'm not ready for this. He thugged it out the whole way. He got back home and it was over. Oh, uh, crash. Crash. Yeah, and then he woke up and he was just stiff. Stiff as a board. And he's been stiff for a couple of days. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. I'm praying for my boy, man. I don't want my boy to be injured. Man. Anything to look forward to this week? That's what I'm looking forward to right now, man. Uh, side note, I am now an official gambler, man. I I did a, I did like a six play parlay on Sunday, and I lost. But you know, you so I'm trying close. to learn. Man. You were so close, probably that you didn't, you needed to get back in it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Where you I playing it? Huh? You got somebody playing play that? Um. One of my homeboys at, at, at that's one all home. I need here. Well, don't put your don't put your sources out. You know. Um, I got a hey. I'm plugged in. Just know that. I, I believe you. Tapped in. I love it. Um, I've been working. I just got back. I went. I, I was on. I was on location. I need to tap okay. in with you. I'm gonna need you to come pull up with me so we can record. This uh uh-huh. session. But I've been on scene at at a, at the gym getting ready for this uh this content, man. We I'm on site, man. I'm not talking no more. I'm on grounds, <coughs> pen and paper out. I'm doing shit you like your this. Wings? I'm doing shit like this. I'm you know I'm you out there. Wings? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> um flight school coming soon, man. I talked to Quincy. We'll be at flight school in June. Uh-huh. I'm excited, man. I'm really trying to work on my game. Yeah, well, no, you're not. You're not going out there to get to be a better quarterback. No, no. Uh, flag football coming up. Man. No. No, that's not what this is for. This is for well, real people that. that's trying to be real quarterbacks in real leagues. Give it up, Mike. There, there are leagues. You know, they're a flag football league, man. I need to work on my technique, man. We'll 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 see if Quincy can can set out some time to help you with your weak ass technique. Yeah, man. I'm trying to be like Trey Lance, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Well, man. It's been good. It's been great. It's been great. Another week, Mike. Has been his pod was seventy three, man. Seventy three, man. We got some improvements coming. Yeah. We finna invest in social media marketing tools. We about to get right, y'all. We looking for investors. We looking for sponsors. We talk to us. We looking for a lot. Rest in peace, Mamba, man. The 96 draft class, man. Documentary that's really made me realize how much I miss my dog. Rest in peace, Mamba. Um, And on that note, man, it's your boy Cam Will made it, man. Has been his pod by Wild Card Sports, episode 73.
I'm out. We out. She out. Hey. You know. Hey, welcome to the show. show, show. I'm the CEO. 